One thing about this A's team, Robert, they've won so many games. They've won 17 of their last 21. They've really kind of overexposed both Lou Trevino and Blake Trinan. They've pitched a lot of innings, a lot of appearances. They can't keep that up. This is another Astros podcast. Delivers a 1-2. That's tapped weakly up the first baseline. It stays fair. And then the ball is dropped by Luke Roy as he tried to tag. Now throws it away to first base. He threw it away to first. Tucker scores. And the Astros win it at the bottom of the 11th. Six to five. Are you kidding me? That ball was little dribbler up the first baseline. It wasn't more than five feet from home plate. Bregman was hoping it was going to roll foul. Luke Roy picked it up and then missed the tag. Apparently dropped it. And then Bregman ran the first and then the ball was thrown away. Bob Melvin out of the dugout. Actually, it's Ryan Christensen now since Melvin was ejected. And we may see a challenge here. So let's hold the phone. Looked like a game of tag all of a sudden. And they couldn't tag Alex Bregman. He went into the matrix. Should have been an easy tag for Lucroy and just the evasion to miss it. And then as he was running down to first to stay in foul territory, as that ball nicked off his shoulder and shot into right field. Right, it looks like the headsets are about to come off. They do, and the call stands. Astros win in the bottom of the 11th by the score of six to five. They score twice in the bottom of the 11th inning, and the Astros able to pick up another win over the Oakland A's and win for the seventh time in their last eight ball game. And let's go down to the Astros dugout right now where we're joined by Kyle Tucker who wound up scoring the winning run for the Astros. And, and Kyle, a nice game for you, your first big league extra base hit. And uh, I mean, I know you haven't been around for that long, but I have to imagine you've never seen a game in that way, have you? No, no, that, that was you know pretty crazy through and through. And, Happy we came out with the win. Hey, Kyle, results aside, you look more comfortable today. Is that fair to say? Yeah, absolutely. You know, the first couple days, I was, you know, getting my feet wet. Right. And, you know, today and, you know, yesterday, I felt a lot more comfortable at the plate and in the outfield. And, you know, it's going well right now. Well, that, that's certainly good to hear. And a nice win for the Astros, especially with the way things went in the ninth inning, to be able to come back and, and get the victory, even after the A's took the lead in the 11th. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, our pitchers and, you know, they were grinding out there. Um, they did a great job tonight, and, you know, we just kept battling back at the plate, and, you know, we did, did our job at the end of the day. Hey, Kyle, your locker back in the clubhouse, pretty close to Bregman. Has he given you any advice yet? I mean, it's, you know, classic Bregman. You know, he's a <laughs> you know, great, great player, great teammate. Um, you know, yep. he's, he's loving it right now, and, you know, he's, he's excited. He just got, you know, into the All-Star game, so he's, you know, even more excited. And, you know, we're doing a great job winning games right now. So, I mean, he, he's great to, and fun to be around. Hey, Kyle, thanks so much for joining us, and congrats on the win and your first extra base hit. Thank you. It starts with getting the leadoff runner on base. Josh Reddick um, sits around all day, goes in to face, you know, arguably the hottest closer in the league, um, certainly the one of the toughest to score upon, and and draws the leadoff walk. And, and, and we've done this a couple times to a couple teams, and that that just creates a different buzz. Um, you know, we did have three left-handed hitters up against Trinan, which is very key. And and Tuck gets a uh, a nice base hit, and and Josh Reddick goes first to third, and that that completely changes the inning. First and second versus first and third, both quality at bats. Josh Reddick's base running, 
um, and aggressiveness right from the minute that Tucker made contact. Um, made that inning completely different for them on how they had to defend us, how, well, you know, any options that we had, you know, whether it's to bunt, whether it's to hit. And then uh, um, another aggressive play by Reddick um, on Kemp's at bat, which Kemp had a nice little bat, working the count pretty deep and, and scores on the fielder's choice, which sets up, you know, the later the later at bats. What I saw um, was a mess at home plate just because you got the ball, the catcher, the hitter, um, he's trying to avoid everything. At first, I thought Bregman thought it was foul. Um, and then as he started to maneuver around, um, you see the ball kick out. So he could he didn't tag him under control. And then, and then Bregman takes off. At that point, I looked at Tucker to see where he was. He's approaching third base. And there's an argument that he's just going to wheel and try to come home. Um, at least that's what was going through my mind. And then as I look up, look towards Bregman, he gets hit. Home plate umpires calling safe, which is the which is the, the interference call from home to first for Bregman, and then Tuck comes home. So, um, you know, the, the, the review part of it, um, I think it was just such a messy play. I'm not 100% sure what they were looking at. If they're looking at safe out at home, um, which is something they can review, that's fine because the play continues. He throws it down the right field line, so the game was over either way. So I, um, I know they wanted to make sure they at least all described the play to each other correctly. They could have looked at safe out at home, regardless of if they would have come back and he would have pointed at home and said out. The play would have continued. Tucker scores. We win either way. Um, you know, he, he didn't make pitches. And, and I know, um, you know, he comes in. He's pitched once in the last six days. He's very fresh. Usually when he does that, um, he comes out, you know, high 90s with a good slider. And and he just he didn't he didn't get an out you know the inning starts with a base hit um, that creates a little bit of energy on their side you know Lowry gets a base hit um, you know Davis gets a base hit and you look up and it's it's one run and and you know we're trying to get Rondon ready as fast as we can um, I probably put him in even a little bit earlier than he was ready comes in electrifies everybody gets you know gets a couple couple of of punch outs. Now the the big play in that inning is the ball to the backstop, and that changed the the entire complexion of of of, of what they had to do in order to tie the game. So messy, messy ninth, ugly ninth. Um, you know, not not something that we that we should have put ourselves through. Um, you know, but luckily we 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 have a different ending than than what we could add. You know, JV was good. I, the, the swing and miss fastball was really good. Um, you know, and I, and he had a, you know a few breaking balls that were really really good, and then he hit the one guy with one, and um, you know he he got through his outing. He had a lot of pitches through six innings, mostly because they made him work really early. First inning was tough for him to get out of just balls, and then the last at bat, which has happened to him in his outing, where the last at bat cost him eight, ten, twelve pitches um, to to finish his outing. So. Um, it's a shame, six innings scoreless. We have a four-run lead. He deserves a win, but team win's going to have to do. We've asked you about him a ton lately, but Alex had two home runs. I mean, what is he yeah. doing so effective? He's just getting pitches to hit, and, and he's not missing them. You know, he, he's, he's, he's got an uncanny ability to, to put a game plan together for himself with our coaches, um, go up, execute, look for a pitch, get a pitch, and hit it. Um, his his at-bats are... Are, are getting scary good when it when especially when um, when he's hunting something. So his his bat to ball is is good. He's he's obviously um, seeing the ball well. He's recognizing pitches. Um, 
you know, and he's getting in favorable counts, all that, all that uh, is, is a sign of a really developing hitter. Marwin's okay. Um, it was a weird play at second. Stassi put the ball right on the money, and everything got to, to the base at the same time. The, the throw, um, he got spiked on, on, on his wrist, um, didn't bend his thumb back, which was my first thought, was that, 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 that his cleat caught his glove and, and his thumb was going to be you know, in shambles. But when we got out there, it was more about his wrist, and, he, and it, it jolted his elbow like a little hyperextended elbow. So um, he came in, he tried to, tried to swing a bat a little bit, was very uncomfortable. He was going to be right-handed against Manaya. Um, so I pulled him out. He'll be day-to-day. That team is really hot over there and made a nice comeback tonight. Yeah. What do you see about them that's impressive as keeping that? You know, they um, – well, first off, on their offense is they're, – they're, they're doing a good job of handing the baton to the next guy. Um, they are they are zone control type hitters. They, they, they really don't chase um, or they're not chasing at least recently and – and in the in the couple games that I've seen, they um, they know the strike zone, and that's that's a dangerous combo. You know the strike zone. You're pretty hot. You got a little bit of power. Um, you never they're never out of it. Obviously, they they put together um, back to back to back singles when it's easy to get greedy and swing for the fence, um, especially in this ballpark to the left to to left field. Um, but other than Piscotti, those guys are you know Piscotti's pulling the ball actually into the Crawford boxes. Um, they're just putting up really good at bats, and then um, I know we got to try in tonight. But but the other thing I see them doing over the course of the last couple of weeks is winning these games where they have the lead. They rarely have gotten beat late in games with the way Trevino's throwing, the way that Trinan's throwing. Um, you know they've been very dangerous. Adrian, broadcast when you went to Ken out the night, the broadcast called him yelling next wood toward your direction. Do you hear that, and you playing the dress up? Um, you know, I did hear about it. Um, I heard him. He was pretty mad in the dugout. Um, I don't know, man. He, that stuff happens in the heat of battle. I'll have to look at it. Um, you know, he can let me know if, he, if it was directed at me. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hear um, anything, and you can certainly understand that I'll address it. If, um, if it turns out it was at me, then we'll talk about it. You want to hear this ridiculous question we got on Twitter, Robert? Sure. The following is a production of Great News. Astros Radio turned my wife into a fan. Steve Sparks, Robert Ford. She doesn't really like baseball. Should I keep her? That is crazy. No, don't keep her. Robert Ford and Steve Sparks. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Fielding your baseball questions. Dump her. The opinions of Steve Sparks do not reflect the opinions of the Houston Astros Radio Network. The Houston Astros. She doesn't like baseball. That's silly. Radio Network.